Welcome back to Foundational Thoughts, the podcast, the Missouri Baptist Foundation. My name is Neil, and today I am with Aaron Hughes. And Aaron, you represent what ministry? Uh, It's Creation Ministries International, Neil. We're out of Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Uh, We have seven offices globally. Okay. And what we are is a creation apologetics ministry. Wow. Now, for the person who is unfamiliar with the creation apologetics and that term apologetics, what what does that mean? Well, apologetics is being able to give a reason for what you believe. Um, So... The Bible is real specific about how God created the universe. Okay. Uh, so people have all kinds of ideas outside the Bible of how he created the universe. But we kind of break it down and say, this is what God said. So therefore, this is what we believe, that God created in six literal days, like it says in Genesis. And we employ PhD scientists and apologists that do observational science that kind of confirm the Bible's story of creation. And are you, do you find that evidence in the heavens and the earth? You can. Um, so God tells us that he created all things according to their kind, right? Okay. So right. a kind was um, just that, that type of animal. So when God created the dog kind, um, he created a kind that would have had genetic diversity to have all different kinds of variation within that kind. But one thing we don't see like the evolutionary theory will tell us that, that things changed from one species to another. So there's a big, big thing in, in evolution, evolutionary thinking about um, bird evolution, that mm-hmm. dinosaurs evolved into birds. Right, right. There are two different kinds. We don't see that in science, but what we do see is a variation within specific kinds. So that's just one example of, you know, kind of the research that we do. Yeah, because I think there's been research out there, and they were following. In fact, I think it may have been even Darwin following the the size of the beak of the finch or the bird that was out there. And he saw some variation in that and then assumed that at some point that bird would turn into something else. Right, but we still have those same finches today. That's a finch. That's why we exactly see the same thing. So so talk to me a lot about this is is really how you approach the the circumstances, what you observe, and really a lot of that's based upon what you think before you even begin to observe things, isn't it? Right, your presupposition. Yeah, your presupposition. So how do we battle that idea in our culture? Uh, Well... I don't know if we, we battle it, but if we educate. Okay. So if we, if we can can let people know that everybody has a presupposition walking into every argument that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so as Christians, uh, our presupposition or our starting point needs to be Bible first. Okay. Um, so when we're talking to somebody about the age of the earth or um, even marriage or, you know, gender roles, right. we need to look at the Bible as Christians and say, this is what the Bible says, so this is my starting point. And then we need to ask them where they've uh, kind of formulated their starting point. Okay. So asking them that question, most of the time you'll find out that they've really formulated these things through bits and pieces of things that they picked up over the years or they have their own ideas. So that's a great opportunity for the gospel because it says, look, we believe in a God creator. And uh, that creator stepped into humanity in the person of Jesus Christ and saved me from my, from my sins, you know. But that starting point goes back to there's a higher authority than me. Because there is a lot of evidence out there in nature if you approach it from this was created by, right. a, by, a, by a being, a creature God, mm-hmm. as opposed to having some kind of a naturalistic explanation. In fact, in some ways, it's actually a whole lot easier to explain a lot of the things that we see with the idea of a creator. Right, right. And that's kind of that Romans 120 thing that if... You know, Paul, Paul said, if we look around us, there, there's so much evidence just in creation that's going to tell us that there's a God uh, and that we're without excuse to worship that God 
because it's all around us. Um, so people are kind of lost, and I think um, what we need to do as Christians is be gracious and, and just say, look, this is my starting, starting point because I know I need a Savior. You know, I, I, I can't be God. You know, right. God is perfect and holy, and I'm not. You know, I'm a sinner saved by grace through, through Jesus Christ. So therefore, um, I need this God. So it's all around us. We need to investigate that. And people, like I said about the science thing earlier, people have the wrong idea about science, and that's something we need to educate too. Do you remember what you were taught in, in uh, primary school, what the scientific method was? Uh, not, not on the spot here in the podcast. You have to remind <laughs> me here. How does it go? All right. It's got to be uh, repeatable and testable. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. Um, so good science is repeatable and testable. This idea of evolution that we've evolved over years from single-celled organisms to what we have today, um, you can't repeat that or test that. Nobody's observed right. it. You know, so um, good science leads to good innovation. Um, the evolution is kind of more of a philosophy, not a science. It really is, and that philosophy has been so permeated the church that you base, face probably some challenges and some education within the church. Right. Sometimes I think they call it when the, in polemics, isn't that the idea where you're yeah. talking about inside of the church? Yeah. Because not every believer is going to take or believe in the same thing that creation ministry does. So how do you right. approach that with those who have a theistic evolutionary view or some other kind of concept? How do you, how do you begin that uh, conversation? Just try to educate them. One thing that we, uh, uh, you know, one thing that we face with the idea of theistic evolution, people want to... Uh, be a Christian, but they don't want to be kind of mocked by, you know, science or right, you know, right. secular secular science. They want to be accepted. Um, but the gospel is real clear. Um, Paul preached two Adams in his gospel. The first Adam, he disobeyed God, and there were consequences for that dis- disobedience, and uh, there was a curse placed upon creation. And that disobedience led to death. Okay, because mm-hmm. God created everything in six literal days, we believe, and it said it was all very good. So if it was very good, there was no death, right. no even right. spiritual death uh, prior to the fall of Adam. So when you try to mesh that theistic evolution that God kind of used evolution to set the ball in motion, that means that there was death before man came on the scene, death mm-hmm. before Adam. So what is Jesus going to come back to uh, restore things to? Is he going to restore it like it was in the garden before death? Or is he going to restore it to years of death and suffering prior to Adam? So once you kind of explain that to somebody that's got this theistic evolution idea, they really start, the the wheels start to move. We're not going to change them. Right, sure. But when they read the gospel in that light, hopefully the gospel changes them. Wow. It it really is education. It really is learning. It really is thinking about these things because the Bible is, is clear that there is a creator who created us. And that he created everything. Right. And if we can't believe the first 11 chapters of Genesis, how can we believe any of the other things right. that are right. true? Well, Aaron, if somebody's interested in getting more information about this apologetic, about being able to help people uh, articulate the faith and why they believe in creation, or even those who are Christians who are not quite convinced in a six-day creation, right. how can they get some information from you? Uh, they could go to our website. It's creation.com. It's pretty easy to find. Um, they could also, you know, contact us if they wanted to have an event at their church. We come out free of charge with our apologists and PhD scientists. Oh wow! And uh, you know, just just kind of reach out on a layman's level to educate the church. So we do that over 300 times each year. Oh my goodness! And that's yeah. creation.com. Correct. Well, Aaron, thanks for what you're doing, traveling the country, encouraging people to think. Uh, and to encourage people to look at the Bible and to believe in this great creator that we have. Thanks for giving your time today. Thanks, Dr. Neal. 